Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready? Ready to cut through the BS and hear some ways to drive your business forward today? Yeah. Welcome, Welcome. to Biz Sprints Podcast with your host, know the name. Michael McMillan. Check it out. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another week of Biz Sprints. This is Michael McMillan, and thank you so much for coming back for another week of tips and tricks to help drive your business forward. This week, guys, I wanted to tackle one of my absolute favorite subjects in the world to talk about pipeline. (laughs) I know it's not pretty. I know it's something that you hear a ton about, especially when you're in sales. You know, you kind of usually cringe when you hear this word because normally it has the second word after it, which is the word review. And that usually means that you're going to get yelled at by your head of sales for about an hour about your pipeline. (laughs) So don't worry, guys. That's not this podcast. This podcast is really to help educate you guys on really, A, what is the pipeline? B, why should you care about your pipeline? And C, what is the management's role in helping making sure that this pipeline is right? Right? So let's start from the top here, guys, and we're going to work our way down here on this. So First and foremost, right, of course, was what is? What is a pipeline? Well, your pipeline, I'm a visual person, right? So when I think of my pipeline, I must think of it in a visual aspect. And how I explain a pipeline to a person as simply as this is, a pipeline, if you imagine an actual pipe, right, a physical pipe, like for plumbing, imagine a pipe and then drill holes down that pipe. And what a pipeline is and how it functions is, is, A pipeline is basically the place where you are trying to get the water from one point to another as fast as possible, losing as little as possible, but making sure that doesn't go too fast to when it goes into your bucket, you get as much as you can into that bucket, right? And that's the visual, right? And so what do I mean by that? Well, each of those holes that are drilled into that pipe are what we call stages, right? And the reason is because your pipeline is actually a high-level overview of your sales processes that allows for us in management to be able to manage the health of our sales organization and understand where any deal is at any point in this basically in its life cycle to become an actual account of our business. And that's what a pipeline is there to do. It's really it's the measurement tool for how successful are you being in your role as, as far as a salesperson goes, right? And how much money are you about to produce me? So, which leads us, of course, to number two, which is why is this important, which I just started kind of getting into, right? Which is the why of a pipeline is important to different people for different reasons, but I want to tackle really two. First, I want to talk to my sales guys out there, right? My fellow team, my guys out there in the trenches, you know, really slaving away and not always sometimes, I always get this question from you guys all the time is it's like, Mike, it's more of a pain in my ass to fill that stuff out than I know where my deals are and they're going to get there. Just trust me and I'll get there. I hear this from salespeople all the time. And my response to you has always been the same. And and so I'm excited to now put this on a podcast so you guys can have this forever and you can repeat it to your heart's content, hopefully, (laughs) which is the reason you want to care and the reason your pipeline is so important is because your pipeline is the only tool you have to help you understand how much money you're about to make. Again, your pipeline is the only tool you have to tell you how much money you're going to make. 
Now, if you're not a commissioned salesperson, don't worry about it. I get it. Whatever. If your company doesn't want to commission you on your sales, then your pipeline is truly a measurement tool for you to keep your job. That's it. But if you are like the 99% of us out there who are commissioned salespeople, you are doing yourself an injustice if you are not keeping that pipeline up to date every single day. Because what you are doing is you are saying you don't care how much money you make. And the moment you do that is the day you've also made the determination that you don't want to make a lot of money. The most successful salespeople in the world, I know many of them, will tell you how they became so successful and reason sales was so easy for them is because they did the hard work to make sure they measured everything. And when they talk about measuring everything, it's not really that they measured everything, like not every little piece of their world. They really measured one specific thing, how fast were deals going through their pipe and what was the conversion rates by each stage as it went down the pipe, which leads us to how a pipeline works, right? Pipelines, as I said to you guys, are all about stages, right? It's all about the stages in which a deal is going through to become an account of the business. And when we talk about that, you're going to hear me talk a lot about velocity and or time through. But there's a second component to it as well, which I don't talk about enough, which is conversion rates. And what we're talking about is, is for instance, if I put 10 deals into the top of my pipe, how many deals will come out to the bottom, right? Through the stages. And each stage, I'm going to get fall off. It's very, very, I literally... I actually don't know any comp. Well, I take that back. I do know one industry where it's a little different, even it's even crazier, but like it's very rare where you see if a hundred deals go in, a hundred deals come out. I can tell you it is literally almost impossibility. Normally, I mean, a very healthy pipe, it might be like around 30%. hundred go in, 30 come out. It's usually something even smaller. hundred come in, five come out. hundred go in, one comes out. Depends on the quality of the lead, depends on a number of different factors. But the one reality of this is this, is that there is a true science to those two factors, which leads us to how that thing works, which is one of the key factors of your pipeline that you'll learn quickly is, is that decreased conversions, right, will always add time to your pipe. It's important to denote, right? So again, decreased conversions. So if you don't convert high from one stage to another, you're going to have more your pipeline, so the time it takes for a deal to get through your pipe will increase. In contrast, if you have a high conversion rate by stage, your course can have less time through the pipe. Why is this important? And I know this sounds logical. Why is this important to my salespeople out there and why I'm digging in on this here is, is that you need to manage this very carefully because You'll always hear a lot of people talk about high velocity, you know, pipelines and, you know, just work constantly on decreasing the time it takes you to get through your pipeline. What they don't tell you, though, is this, is that when you affect your pipeline in any way, and this is now getting into my managers here, which I'm going to tackle you guys in a second, though, but the faster you get deals through the pipeline, there is the potential you're also affecting a third component to the pipeline, which is not the true responsibility of sales, but it actually is. And that's retention and profitability. And I'm going to get to that in a minute here, guys, because I want to actually jump now over to our managers and tackle back into, you know, what is the pipeline to a manager and why do you need to care? 
Well, to my manager folks out there, what is your pipeline? Your pipeline is what keeps you in your job. That's it. That pipeline is your entire job. You are there to facilitate one thing and one thing only, the ability for deals to get through that pipe better, faster, and stronger. And how do you do that? By making your team better, faster, and stronger to make sure those deals get through that thing better, faster, and stronger. And why you should care about this is like I just said, if you don't do that, you don't have a job. (laughs) It's really that easy, right? As a sales leader, our whole world is that pipeline. Our whole existence is that pipeline. If you don't care for that thing like a child, you are literally not doing your job and you should be fired. The pipeline is everything. It is your measurements of success every single day because it's the measurement of your team's success every single day. And what our job is sales leaders is to do one thing where I just mentioned those conversions, right? So decreased conversion equals more time through pipe. When I say that, of course, your idea then is, is I can always or immediately hear all your brains going, which is, well, great. I will just focus 100% on increasing my conversion rates and getting that pipeline to high velocity and just getting all these deals cranked through, which sounds great in concept, but here's what happens. First and foremost, when I told you to visualize a pipe, right? I can guarantee almost all of you thought a straight pipe and you can visualize almost this straight pipe that you'd buy from Home Depot with holes drilled into it. Well, that's not how a pipe looks, not a pipeline, not a true pipeline. A true pipeline looks something more like a garden hose that's being hung from one window to another across an alleyway, right? And you're going to get sags in it and you're going to get peaks in it because you might have had, you know, it might be going over some stuff and it's going to kind of then eventually get down there. The reason that I say that and the reason it's important you to have that visualization of the saggy hose that kind of is going up and down as it goes down to the other window is because those sags in the hose are time delays, right? And those time delays are in specific stages. Now, here is where so many managers make a massive mistake because like, oh, well, it's a hose. Let's pull it taut. And let's get that water just flowing through there as fast as possible. That's where I just mentioned a moment ago, though, which all has the problem of retention. Because if you get deals flowing through that pipe too fast, what happens when you put water through any pipe too fast and you put it into a bucket at the bottom? It splashes out. And the faster it hits the bucket, the more is going to splash out. And that's why Many times it's very critical to ensure you have some of those sags along the way in your pipe because what those sags are is education because that is all that salespeople do. Our job is to follow a process and educate our prospect through our process and educate them on why our products and services are going to help affect their business and in doing so, get a transference of trust. Because we're educating them, our now our customer trusts us and trusts our company and then will do business with us. And through that education, they will understand and get properly set expectations for what will come at the bottom of this pipe when they start working with our business. It is critical this is done just right. All too often I see companies today especially 
And I'm sorry, guys, because I've worked in software as well. I'm going to point the finger here, especially my software as a service in the B2B market here. The industry is killing itself because it's focusing on two of the top three criteria. And the two criteria it's focusing on is number of sales and a low cost of sale. And what it's throwing out the window is profitability. So what has it done and how is it doing that? Well, it pulled the toes taut. It took out all the barriers of basically of the sale. It took them all out and it just said basically, close deals as fast as possible and as cheap as possible. Don't worry about anything else. Don't worry about retention. Yes, we're gonna get turnover. Yes, the profitability of these deals is gonna be basically nothing because that's why they're all losing money and taking in investment. When all they actually have to do, mind you, we advise these companies, so I've, I see it all the time. And many times, all I have to do is, is I go in there and I pull the hose at certain areas and I say, just pull this down a little bit, guys. Let's add a week to the sales process, right? The problem I know that they're running to is this, is right now, to quote a great book that I got done reading just recently, which is a book called Disrupted. If you haven't read this book, it's an amazing book. You need to read it. But in that book, he has a quote that I'll never forget, which is the ducks are quacking. And when the ducks are quacking, you must feed the ducks. And what he's talking about is that investors right now are the ducks. And what they're quacking for is revenue. They want to see companies with exponentially growing revenue. They don't care about the profitability. They care about how fast is that top line revenue growing every single month over month. And what we find is, is by when we advise companies on their pipeline and we're talking about pipeline, when we try to go in and pull down that hose a little bit and put some of those sags in there to slow down their sales process, they bite back at us because they tell us, Mike, we can't have those decreases because if we have those decreases, our investors are going to get pissed, which is like mind blowing, right? It's like, what are you talking about? Like, this is what can make you profitable. Yes, that word, P-R-O-F-I-T-A-B-L-E. I think I spelled right. <laughs> right? It's that it's the word that for some reason is all of a sudden left the lips of like Silicon Valley. It's profitability. Like that actually exists out there, guys. Like there is a real thing called profitability and you can achieve it. You got to pull that pipe down a hair though and, and give it a little time and actually have a product that is worth anything. <laughs> but, you know, but if you did so, what would you see? Yes. There is the potential you're going to have less deals come through. Your cost of sale might go up a little bit, but guess what? It's going to be profitable. And I can guarantee you the reason it's going to be profitable is because your lifetime value on those deals is going to be higher. And in doing so, you now can actually see a profit and not need as much investment in your organization. Yes, it does take longer to grow. Yes, you might not be IPO in three years like your goal, but you actually might have a sustainable business. So that way, when the next great recession hits, which it's on its way, and the bubble bursts again, your business can actually maybe stand the test of time. So I'm sorry, I would get off my soapbox now. <laughs> but So getting back on track here, guys, right? So as you can see, though, right, the pipeline itself is pretty similar in the importance on both sides, both for the salesperson and for the sales manager, because it shows us exactly the science behind our money. That's it, guys. This is truly, this is the science of sales, and this is your measure. Now, 
when we're talking about science, right, and we're talking about pipeline two, let's talk about what do we do in that pipeline to help make these, you know, this pipeline, you know, where do we need those SAGs? Or if there is SAGs in our pipeline, where are they? How big are they? What do we do about it? And a lot of that is talking about managing the variables, right? And of course, in a pipeline, I mean, there is literally an infinite amount of variables. I know it's probably not actually infinite. There's probably actually a number out there somewhere. I just don't know it. But in my tiny brain, it's infinite. (laughs) And what we have to do as sales leaders is, is we are constantly managing those variables and making adjustments in that pipeline to counteract those variables as best we can. And we can't always be perfect. And a lot of times, I will admit, a lot of times it's a gut, right? It's like you're looking through that pipeline, you're like, oh, you know what? What if we make the proposal yellow and we make the sales team have to work out a little bit longer. So I'm going to add two days to my pipeline for proposals. And let's see what that does. And next thing we know, whoa, conversion rates and proposals just went up. You know, I'm sorry, you know, our conversion rate went from 10% to 17%. Amazing. But what we don't realize is three stages back under needs discovered because of this new proposal method, Somehow our sales team got freaked out and now doing longer needs discovery and it's increased the time of needs discovery by six days. This happens all the time, constantly. You make one change in the pipeline to fix one thing and three other things break, just like software, (laughs) right? And as sales leaders, that's our job though, is we're there to constantly manage those variables and look and see what was the long-term impact on that though. Because if a 17% increase in conversions happening at the proposal stage, and yes, I increased the time at needs discovery by six days, where it might only cost me, let's say, another extra 100 bucks, 200 bucks, but that proposal increase but to 17% has now increased total net sales by one or 2% total net net, and I've increased my profitability by sale, guess what? I'm going to leave it like it is. I don't care that I I slowed down the pipe in that stage because my output is so much greater. But if I'm working with a different type of company where they don't they need to make that high high degree of number of sales and they need to keep that cost of sale real low, I might need to change it back. So guys, these are the variables, right? These are the things in which we're constantly changing these variables and working through these effects. And again, this is where it gets scientific because you're imposing a concept and then testing it with live data. This is why data is so, so critical to overall success of the sales organization. And I will tell you, you know, it's it's a shame almost really is that, you know, when we talk about the pipeline, that we don't talk data enough sometimes in my opinion. It's actually pretty interesting to me that the real place where we start seeing data and analytics start coming up should be on this podcast. I, I literally should be talking about data analytics right now to you guys, to all of you salespeople, and you guys should be like, yeah, I get this. Yeah, I, I, I look at data and analytics all the time. But I could tell you for a fact, I'm probably starting to lose some of you guys when I start getting into data analytics. But if you're a marketer, you're all over it now. You're like probably now finally tuned in because you know that's your world. And I'm going to tell you guys, all you sales guys out there, if you are not educating yourself on what business intelligence can do for your book of business, 
you are doing yourself a huge injustice. One of our clients, uh, we have this amazing client called Insight Data Solutions, and it's run by these three people. It's Rich, Todd, and then Kristen. And I will tell you, these are some of the three most brightest people I've had the opportunity to work with in a long time. And their organization specializes in building business intelligence systems for organizations. Todd is an architectural genius when it comes to uh, data and you know, bringing all the data together. And Todd is this crazy mad genius with figuring out what data actually is trying to tell us. I, I, I swear one of these days he's going to tell me that like, you know, it's like, you know, Mike, if you just stand in one foot every day, you could probably, you know, cure cancer or something. <laughs> it's, it's amazing what this guy can do with data. It's, it's really insane. And the reason I bring these guys up is because what I, you know, talking with them and working with them hand in hand and helping them craft their sale to organizations, it's been so interesting to actually take a lot of what they've been sharing with us and looking at even internally in our organization and saying, wow, man, we, we've looked at these pipelines and look at these numbers constantly. I mean, we talk about these things literally every day. We talk about our pipeline and how the deal flow is going and even for our clients too. But what we started now looking at from talking with our client is, is we start even looking at different components of it, which is what things can we start taking from our pipeline and start applying them into maybe our objections and rebuttals? And can we start tuning our objections and rebuttals into specific stages and leveraging those to increase the performance of that stage? But knowing that if someone, for instance, asks us, you know, Mike, when you're functioning and helping us oversee our sales process and holding us accountable, how does that exactly work? Well, we might answer that one way in needs discovery, and then maybe let's answer that a little bit differently if we're talking at the proposal presented stage. And can we use that to change the emotional state of the person just right to get the action we're looking for? And we got that literally from working through with our client and just, you know, looking at some of the stuff they've done and then starting applying this. And now we're actually building out some data concepts on our side to look at the, you know, leveraging our own data just that we're finding from our sales team to start being able to forecast, you know, emotional state of a client and how we can then leverage that emotional state to see increased conversion rates. Now, guys, I know I just got probably total tech nerd there for a moment and I'm sorry if, if I lost some of you guys but my point with this right and the reason I bring this up is if you can't hear it you should listen now carefully is your pipeline is the science of your sale learn that thing inside and out make sure you respect the hell out of that thing get to know it get to love it get to understand how to leverage the thing because I will tell you right now your sales pipeline is the greatest tool you have, both as a salesperson and as a sales leader. And the day you start to rally around that pipeline and really leverage it for the amazing thing it is, you will start to see success coming out of that pipeline like you have never seen before. You will finally be able to tell your wife, hey, sweetie, I know next month, I'm going to probably be able to pull down $20,000 worth of commission. Why? Because I know to do that, I needed 25 sales. And to get 25 sales, because of my conversion rates, I needed to have 600 leads in my pipe 
30 days ago because I run on a 30-day sales cycle because that's what my pipeline has been averaging. So I put in an extra 100 above what I needed, and I know I should be able to knock out those 25 deals I needed. So we should be good for about 20 grand in commissions this next month. How amazing is that to be able to say? And not just say, but know it for a fact because your pipeline can forecast if you allow it to do so. Pipeline can tell you the health of your book of business if you allow it to do so. Your pipeline is everything if you allow it to be so. So guys, on that note, I'm gonna leave you there. Please take the time to really check out your pipeline. If you go into your pipeline today with your organization and you look at it and it's only, let's say, two or three stages, your pipeline is not built appropriately. If you can't really forecast yourself out of your pipeline, then there's problems in your pipe. And if you guys really need any help with that, please, we'd love to talk with you and chat with you. You can reach out to us anytime. Go to bizsprints.com or you can give us a call at 888-512-3422, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And one of our receptionists will get a message over to us to chat with you guys. So guys, with all that, thank you so much for coming back for another week of tips and tricks. We look forward to chat with you each week. As always, if there's any ideas you have for future podcasts, things you guys want us to talk about, please hit us up anytime on bizsprints.com. And then also, one of the big things I would tell you to do is just make sure when you do get done with this podcast, if you like what you're hearing, hit us up on iTunes, subscribe to our podcast. We're also on Google now on the Play Store under BizSprints as well. We'd love to see those subscriptions come through and keep getting you guys out this great content. So guys, till next time, to your success and prosperity, my name is Michael McMillan. Thank you so much and have a great day. Bye-bye. That will conclude this evening's entertainment. Thank you for listening to BizSprints Podcast. Please make sure to subscribe on iTunes and visit us at bizsprints.com for more tips and tricks to drive your business forward. No doubt about it.